You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey. Are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers, no judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That is where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out what keeps my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and or organizing. Um, Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 284. And I'm calling it what if scenario reality checks. Um, You guys were living through a nether meaning like yet another historical event. Have you guys seen that meme where somebody's like, I'm getting a little tired of living through historical events. Anyway, it is Snowmageddon or whatever you want to call it in Texas right now. Um, I'm not sick, but I'm all of a sudden sniffling as I do this. And I'm just letting you guys know that it is my goal to, um, like, I'm going to record the ad within the podcast and all that just because I'm a little nervous. I haven't heard from her to say she's not available, but I'm a little bit nervous about, um, you know, there are so many people around where I live who do not have any power right now. <laughs> and so just in case my podcast editor is not available, um, we'll see how I do on all this. Anyway, but yeah, so we're in another historical event right now. We are um, living through the coldest, I think they keep calling it like the coldest winter event in a generation. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy. Lots of people are without power here in Texas. Um, because we're just not prepared for this kind of stuff. Like this is just like, it does not make financial sense for our cities to have and maintain like snow plows. And uh, there's a Instagrammer that I was, that I've been following and she's in Minnesota. And somebody was like, how do y'all's pipes not freeze like ours do? Because that's the big thing we're worried about. She's like, well, it's zoning, you know, like everything has to be insulated to a point where it won't freeze because they're used to that. And I guess that's not a thing here. I don't know. Anyway, It's just a little bit crazy um, right now. So everybody's home and then not even doing virtual school because um, of all the power outages and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, my point is what a lovely opportunity we've all had over the last 12 months to experience so many what if scenarios, which then gives us real reality checks about the things that we've kept for years thinking, what if, what if the worst happened? What if such and such happened? Because here's the thing for a lot of people like me, that's part of the reason why we have clutter issues 
is we can think of all the what ifs. I mean, sometimes I really have issues with other people in my life, maybe people who I live with or in my family or whatever, who I'm also this way in good ways too. Like I think through all the ways that this could go and what could happen. So this is what I need to do now in order to be ready and prepared for that. And in so many ways in life, that is a great quality. I mean, really, like in so many different ways, it's like, I I think through, you know, I mean, like, you need to study this and you need to study this because this is coming. And then the, anyway, whatever. It's my project brain. It's great in a lot of ways, but here's where it gets out of control. When I would keep stuff in my house that was making life harder to live, that was making my house out of control because it was more stuff than I could personally handle. It was above my personal clutter threshold. And because of that, I have to really be cautious and conscience, conscious, whatever, of, um, you know, when my what if scenarios, my desire to be prepared crosses a line, okay, and actually becomes something that hurts my family more than it helps my family, okay? So this is a great opportunity. We have lived through a lot of difficult scenarios in the last year, things that might have been one of those, well, this could happen, things that were going through our head when we kept stuff. So it's an opportunity to go through and go through your house. Now, here's the thing too. My goal is the that these podcasts never be like super time sensitive. So obviously this cold snap where Texas is colder than Alaska is not going to last forever, right? No, but really, I mean, it's not like it's, it's, you know, it's going to be back above freezing on Friday. So great. Um, but looking back, I, I think it's really important for the those of us who have what if for the future scenarios to go, wait a minute. And if we find ourselves spiraling in that direction of all the things that could happen in the future, instead to go, wait a minute, let me be realistic about this thing that I'm thinking I should stay should save just in case I'm desperate. Let me think about times when I was desperate. Did I use this item? Did I have it in my house? And did I use it? Or would I have actually used this in that situation? So it's just kind of a good reality check for us. Okay, so what happens in reality is what we need to pay attention to. Product shortages, we've dealt with that, okay? Um, We've dealt with quarantine. We've dealt with pandemic, the new extreme winter event, which is short-lived, thankfully. But um, okay, so questions that I used to ask when I decluttered were things like, what if I could use this one day? What if I regret getting rid of this? What if someone else could use it? You know, one of the things that it's made more difficult because of COVID. But in my community, I know it's, you know, there are people who don't have power and there are other people saying, you can come to our house, but you know, or like here, we've got things for you or there, you know, churches are asking for blankets and things like that. Thinking through all of that kind of stuff is what is how I used to declutter. I used to look at items and think, what if, what if I was desperate someday so desperate that I'd be thankful for this item I don't actually even like, and I've never used and I really don't even want it. But what if someday I was so desperate that I'd be thankful to have this? 
they are my natural questions to ask. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and let this time be, you know, a reality check. So instead of those questions, I have to go with my fact-based, instinct-based questions that don't let, because there really isn't an actual answer to what if. I mean, we're living through the answer right now, because but we don't know the future. None of us know the future. And so those what ifs are just never ending. They're just an opportunity to keep on thinking and keep on thinking and keep on imagining and all that kind of stuff. And that really doesn't get, that never got me far in decluttering. So instead, my fact-based questions are, if I was looking for this, where would I look for it first? Okay. Now, when we're talking about these what if items, you know, it feels like, well, why don't I just go ahead to the second question? Well, let's go ahead and ask the first question. The point of the first question is to give myself the opportunity to say, yes, I would go look, you know, if I was looking for extra blankets, when all of the ones that are in the linen closet have been used up, if I was looking for extra blankets, where would I look for those first? Well, maybe it's in that tub in the garage. Okay. You know, that's, that's fine. But if you are actually pulling up a, like a moving blanket, you know, those nasty kind of like really rough, they're there to keep things from, you know, banging into each other or whatever. But like someone like me, a moving blanket that we somehow end up with, I can totally see my brain going, well, if we were super crazy desperate and, you know, it was one degree when we woke up that morning and it wasn't like, like I'm living through right now our brains could go, well, in that case, maybe I would even want a moving blanket. So, you know, you look at it, you say, where would I actually look for this specific item? And if your brain goes, "Uh, where would I look for a moving blanket? And then you realize I wouldn't actually look for a moving blanket or I would, it would never occur to me that I also have moving blankets in whatever space where I would keep the moving blankets. Okay. Like, like that, that's where you ask yourself the question, where would I look for this first? But you ask it about the specific item, not about the category of items. Where would I look for blankets? Now I'm talking about this moving blanket that my, what if scenario brain is going, I know I'm being a little ridiculous here, but oh, what if I needed this in some desperate event? Where would I look for it first? Okay. I can't answer that question because I wouldn't, actually go looking for it? Would it ever occur to me that I actually had something beyond to use for a blanket beyond the items that I have in that, you know, actual blanket storage? And this is where you can go. Oh, you know, for me, the reality check right now is to say, we don't actually ever get to the bottom of our blanket storage that we have. Like, you know, even in this desperate, difficult situation right now, we still didn't get to the bottom of that. Meaning we took the top blankets off, the main blankets that we like, the blankets that we have already, you know, in the living room for when somebody's sitting around and all that. Everybody just took those and added those to their beds. You know, I mean, so it's like, oh, okay, actually, even in a desperate situation, I didn't get all the way to the bottom of that. So that lets me declutter it. And then the container concept is where everything ends up 
like, you know, push comes to shove or whatever. I don't even know what that means, but you know what I mean? Like, like this is where it down to brass tacks. I don't even, I really don't know what that means, but anyway, but you know, you really, truly, this is where we are experiencing this. The container concept comes in. Okay. And that's what lets my brain rest and lets me go, okay, this is where the what if scenarios have to stop. They have to stop at the realities of the space that I have available. For me, I have kind of our basic blankets kind of, you know, I would say in the summer when we don't have blankets on our bed all the time, other than just, you know, kind of a top blanket in the summer, we put our blankets that definitely get used every winter. They get those go in the linen closet. Okay. And then extra blankets for cold nights go in. It's kind of a coffee table. I call it the coffee table. It's actually just a big wooden box that we can use as a coffee table. Um, but that those go in there. But there are times where, you know, kind of everything starts to collect and the ones that were on the couches and the chairs, those all leave the couches and the chairs. And I end up putting them in that. And then all of a sudden that won't close anymore. Okay. And that's my container day. All right. So let's keep talking some more about this reality of the container concept. So the container concept, for those of you who might be listening for the first time, um, welcome. Uh, the container concept is the game changer for most of us who struggle with this what if scenario, this, I need to keep collecting just in case what if I, you know, I, I want, I can't predict the future, but I sure want to be prepared for it. So the container concept is basically what stops me in that situation because it's embracing the limits. It's embracing the reality of the home that I have right now and the space that I have to put things in. Okay. So containers are meant to serve as limits. They are not for putting things in, which I mean, you know, the basics of that is that's what I always thought they were for. Like I just thought, oh, organized people love containers. I'll get some containers and shove my stuff in it. And it never looked or worked or functioned the way that it seemed to do in other people's houses. And that's because I was just thinking of them as here's where I'm going to put stuff. Instead, I realized, oh, containers are limits. They are the boundaries that determine how much I can keep. I can keep anything. I just can't keep everything. So I have to let all of my containers serve as boundaries and make the decision for me of how much I can keep. Okay. So it's not a matter of does this thing have value? Is it a possibility that I might ever use it someday? Is it a something that I might be grateful for for one day. All of those are questions I cannot use when I'm decluttering. Instead, I have to, I ask myself my two decluttering questions. And then I say, what's the reality of the space that I have to put this stuff in? Okay, what's the limit to that space? How big is the space? How much can it store? And I consider everything in my home to be a container. So not only is a plastic bucket a container, but a desk, the desk drawers are a container. The sock drawer is a container. My closet is a container. All of those are limited spaces that determine how much of something I can keep. When I look at it that way, I go, okay, well, what am I definitely going to use for my actual life that I know for sure is going to happen? You know, my, my family lives here. They have to have the space that they need for the things that they actually definitely use that gets priority. 
Okay, those things get priority in whatever space we have existing in our home. And if there's space left over, then I can keep things for possibilities in the future, as long as that space stays usable, meaning I can still get to the things I can see things that I need to see, you know, get them out when I need them without causing some big mess to happen. Okay. And as I look at it that way, then that puts a limit on my what ifs. It puts a limit on all the different scenarios that I can imagine. It's not that I can't be prepared. Okay. If you want to be prepared, if that's really important to you and your personality, fine. And that's great. But acknowledging the realities of the space that you have available in your home keeps you from going past the clutter point, you know, past the point that you can handle. Because if you keep, 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 but you don't have the space for it in your home, that's when it starts to be piled and shoved in corners. And all of a sudden you're like, I can't stand my home. My house is out of control. It's because you have too much stuff in your house. And it's because you are keeping more than the realities of your actual space will allow you to keep, okay, and your house stay under control. So letting that boundary of a container, a physical boundary of, okay, I want to have canned goods of, you know, maybe, maybe, like I'm thinking, we don't necessarily eat canned chicken. Okay, this is just an example. But if we didn't have power right now, you know, it'd be nice to have some canned chicken. Okay, I could make some chicken salad pretty easily. And I would just, you know, whatever. I'm just this is just a scenario that I'm coming up with. But and then you start thinking, well, what if it went on for a month? What if it went on for two months? What if we couldn't get anything for three months? Well, I just need more canned chicken and more canned chicken and more canned chicken and more canned chicken. But the reality is, okay, this is the space that we have to keep canned goods. These are the canned goods that we actually use for sure on a regular basis. Okay, so we eat you know, some canned vegetables and tuna and all this. Okay. You know, those things, they deserve priority first. And if there's space left over, then sure, we can keep some canned chicken for what if scenarios that make me rest easier at night, because I know for sure I'm going to have something if the worst was to happen. But I can't just keep grabbing canned chicken and grabbing canned chicken, because a lot of us who don't have an awareness of necessarily what's in our house because it is out of control, my tendency is to go, well, I make myself feel better by grabbing, this is an example, canned chicken is not something I've ever grabbed and hoarded, but whatever, I'm just using this as an example, there's other things, but you know, I'm going to grab this canned chicken and I'm going to put it in my cart because wouldn't I be glad I had that someday. And then the next time I go to the store, I grab another canned chicken. And the next time I grab canned chicken. And the next time it's on sale, so I grab five. And then I do that. And I think that I'm making myself feel better by gathering this item. But then the reality is I've got three shelves full of canned chicken and no room to put the stuff that we actually go through and circle through, cycle through on a regular basis. And all of a sudden that stuff is now out on the counter because there's not room in there and I'm buying another shelf and that's not accepting the container concept. So the the container concept puts a limit on my what ifs, okay? And these reality situations that we've gone through over the past year are a time for us to go, oh, okay. Because most likely you maybe did go, well, I'm glad I've got all that canned chicken, but it's possible that you went in there and were like, oh, Um, three quarters of this is actually expired. And 
we never used it, you know, and, and some of it six years expired. So I'm going to get rid of that. But only a year. I wonder if that would be okay. You know, I mean, like that's where your brain starts going. But this has been a reality check for you to say, did we actually need the blankets? Did we actually get to the bottom of the blanket container in that time? Well, that's freeing to me that, oh, we've been through this, we've survived. And I'm going to, you know, look at the bottom of that blanket container and say, what was in the bottom of this blanket container that we never even saw much less used. Well, I, I'm free now to get rid of that. Okay. Where in reality, I should have been, which I mean, I, I was, but I'm just saying like, we're in reality, you know, we should have been letting the container be the deciding factor anyway. But now it's an extra like freedom to do that. So for example, this morning, or last night, I was like, um, we're talking about what we we're going to have for dinner today. And I said, well, I'll make red, be- red beans and rice. And my kids were like, yay, because they love red beans and rice. And I went, yeah. And then I went, wait a minute, do I have red beans? And I saw a can of red beans and I had this nagging feeling. I was like, I think the last time I looked at that particular can, I know it's different than the cans I usually have um, because it was Aldi and I haven't shopped there in a while, but because y'all grocery pickup is the best thing in the world. And I don't think mine has it or if they do, whatever. Anyway, so I, I went, wait a minute, let me see that can. And I looked y'all, it had expired. And I was like, Oh, that's right. I think it may have been expired when I actually bought some. And I thought, Oh, well, it's not very expired. But then I went ahead and used the new ones and quite well. Now this is a reality check because here we are in a situation where we literally cannot get to the store and oh, maybe we could, I don't know. But I chose not to use this. Okay. So yes, it's expired. I have no idea. I'm not going to be the one to tell you if it's edible or not, but I officially was not willing to risk it. So now I can go. And now that makes me want to go through my pantry and just look at it from, okay, we are in a situation here where we're supposed to be eating through our pantry. What in here do I have no desire to actually you know, eat? What are the things that I wouldn't even touch? So it just kind of gives me that freedom to go, let me use this experience that I'm going through to get rid of blankets, to get rid of canned goods that are actually expired or that, you know what, we really don't even like that stuff, even when we are desperate. Okay, so it's taking advantage of what we're going through anyway. The other thing too, is this is a great time for you to, you know, now that we've been through a year where the things happened, you know, that were in all of your what if scenarios that you thought would never actually happen, but now they have, you know, look for, wait a minute, there's a storage spot under that cabinet or whatever that I can't even remember what's in there. Use this as a time to go look at that spot and say, you know, over the course of this year, never even occurred to me to look in this cabinet for something that we might need in a desperate situation, you know, so look in that cat, look in those cabinets that you haven't opened in a while, use this as motivation for that. And let it be a time where you say, Oh, I can get rid of some of this stuff that it never even occurred me even in a year of desperation to look in this cabinet. And I'm going to be able to get rid of some of that stuff. And that hopefully is going to free up some storage space for the things that you have actually used for the things that you've learned to appreciate in your home over the course of last year. So a couple other examples. Oh, and so with that, that goes along with my principle of look, always, always 
look. Like, go ahead and look. Use this as a time when you're like, okay, we've lived through several different, unique, desperate situations. Let me use this as a time to say, I'm going to look. I'm going to go through and any walk through my house and look at any space and realize I don't have any idea what's in, you know, behind that door. So I'm going to open that door and I'm going to look. I'm just going to make this a principle because that's the thing is sometimes if you think, well, I'm okay. I, there's probably not anything I would want to get rid of to make room for this other thing that I want. Instead, just saying, I'm just going to look like, give yourself permission. Even if I don't do anything, I'm going to go ahead and look so that I have a reality check about what's actually in this drawer or what's actually in this cabinet. That principle will take you really far in if you have decluttering struggles. Okay, so a couple other examples before we go of things that, you know, kind of we get to rethink because of our current situation or our situation over the last year is um, if you didn't eat it, okay, like I said, if you didn't eat it when you had nothing else, or if you braved the ice storm to go to the store instead of eating it, it should go. Okay, I mean, like it's not going to get any fresher. Um, if you went without power and you didn't need to dig to the bottom of your blanket storage, you can declutter some blankets. We talked about that. If you, this is something with one of my kids. Um, if you hate flannel sheets, he hates flannel sheets. Like he just does not like them. If you hate flannel sheets, but you find yourself thinking, oh, but he might be grateful if there was ever a week that was super cold below freezing. Well, guess what? We've had that week. And I asked him last night, I said, Hey, do you want to use these flannel sheets? I said, I know you don't love them, but they would be nice and warm. Nope. Okay. Well now they can go. You see what I'm saying? Like it's that thinking of that way. If you brought out your snow clothes, this is one that a lot of people go through. And I know we've gone through it too. Bringing out the snow clothes and be, you know, that are get used once every three years or so in Texas, bring those out and half of them don't fit anybody anymore. Well, I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, of course you're going to get rid of those. Y'all, there's a lot of people like me who are like, oh, well, they don't fit. I'm going to put them back (laughs) instead going, wait a minute. This is a reality check. Like there is no reason to keep these anymore. anymore. People in my family are not getting any smaller. They're not getting any shorter. So we need, other than my husband and I are getting a little bit shorter, but you know what I mean? Um, But you know, it's time for these things to go. So embracing the reality check, taking this difficult year and it's been almost a year now taking that and saying, okay, how can I use this to help me declutter? Um, because you, you've been through it. So all of these what ifs that you've collected for years, now you've lived through it. And now you have a much more practical and realistic perspective on things. Yes, you now know that bad things actually can happen. Um, and the world can kind of come screeching to a halt at different times. However, you know what it took to survive. Okay. And so use that as a way to, to free yourself. Okay. Well, I sure hope that Rachel is able to edit this podcast. If not, that's going to be bad. Okay. <laughs> but I just want to remind you uh, that I would love to have you as a patron of the show. If you'd like to know more about being a patron of the show, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean and um, find out more information about that. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.